Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of the Crubcast. Um, I'm going to pass it directly off to our host, the man dancing right next to me. That is All Hail Buckets, also known as Nico. Hello, Nico. What is going on, gamers? We are here today. Uh, I am your host for the evening, All Hail Buckets. I am joined, flanked, to my side is the man, the myth, the legend, JTAR9. Please say hi again. I am back. I, I, it's been a long time. I haven't seen you all. How are you doing? Pretty darn good. And we also have to introduce the one, the only, Mr. Brody. Hey. Hello. It's me. I, I don't... Uh, I genuinely couldn't tell you why he looks like that. And lastly, the the newly the newly bestowed uh, with jewelry, the newly enjeweled, the blue haired, the tattooed, Wolf K. Osan. Say hi. Hi, that's me. And if you're listening in, well, just imagine uh, the greatest tattoos you've ever seen in your entire life, please and thank you. But how's <laughs> it going, guys? How's it popping? I made your tattoos. Oh. Dude, it's you great. Did. I mean, yeah, at least you don't look like me and everyone that I live near, which is just uh, we look like um, a stamp, like a stamped passport. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yours are, That's you an aesthetic. Cover your whole yeah, arm. Yeah, that is. Oh, That's man. Like, oh, no, I lo- I'm doing it on purpose. I'm doing it on purpose. It's very, very purposeful for this. Does it get you through yeah. airports faster? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally. At least we I, hope it Brody, does. Brody, can know. you tell us a little bit about what what's going on with your with your visuals? Today? Well, I, th- I think that would be unfair to the audio listeners to explain this whatsoever. So if you, if you want to yeah. see it, you got to check us out on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair. Well, actually, no. We want wait. Don't we want people to listen on the Spotify? <laughs> yeah, you have to explain <laughs> don't it. We get, don't we get more money on the Spotify? I don't know where we get more money. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, nah, Spotify yeah, hasn't yeah. paid us Joe Rogan money yet. Oh yeah, but that's fair. What if we that's just fair. vaguely hint at it and like make them guess? Like, yeah. I forget, like if I'm saying I'm giving some kind of some kind of Christian speech, and uh, I, you know, it's and very healthy. Yeah, it's healthy. It's it's healthy, healthy. Christian speech. Um, I would I would dare throw in phallic. You know, it's I, a little I bit phallic. I don't know. It's just curved a little. I wouldn't say it's. Mm, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's, wherever everyone's mind went. Wherever you're, everyone's mind went, that's a, you're exactly right. Whatever it is, you're, you're right. You're not far off, yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, oh my God. so fellas. Hold on, wait, it, it, hold on, real quick. It does look like a ball and penis, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> it does. And now they I'm are, looking at it. Hasn't that always been the mission statement? I was going to say, I isn't don't Lance, think so. Doesn't Lance Armstrong have a missing testicle? Yeah. He, I don't think he's in that show. Dude, no, I, but strong. he is on Brody's screen right now. Yeah, oh, he is Li- kind of live strong, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, I bought, I like so. Here's how like crappy of a person I was in high school. I guess this is not that bad compared to oh. like you know a lot of things. But um, I thought you were going to say compared to me. I was like, no. Okay, well, immediately guy- after Lance Armstrong like was outed as having cheated in the Tour de France, that wasn't in I high school. Immediately, was it? what was it in high school? Yeah, when else would it have happened? Oh, I thought it was later. I thought it was when we were in college. Anyway, oh, it might, I mean, if it happened in like early undergrad, then like sure, but like, I, I don't really remember. But when either way, I went out and bought a Livestrong <laughs> t-shirt oh my Im- immediately. Like we found out he cheated and I went out and immediately bought a Livestrong <laughs> t-shirt. Why? Um, 
Because it was funny. Because I didn't, I didn't <laughs> understand the implications of consumerism. You know, at that time, right? You were just like, "Yo, he doped. That's sick." <laughs> I, well, I was just like, "That's." I was just like, "Yo, that's a good meme." <laughs> yeah, good okay. meme. Defrauding a like very some well, celebrated competition in, in cycling. Was, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's a good meme, and it's a good joke because it like supports cancer." I of course you would think you'd hope yeah right well I didn't understand how um nonprofit dollars and how charity dollars worked back then right um and not to say I understand it now but I definitely understand it more so and speaking of understanding things more so I didn't mm. have a good second mind so we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the real meat and potatoes of this week boys all right I got so, one Spe speaking of understanding things. Uh, my brain is so foggy today. I thought you were talking about the astronaut for way too long. Conversation. <laughs> it took me a while to yeah. pick up on that. It was the bicyclist cyclist. Yeah, I mean, it's the no. same. Oh my God. It's yeah. the same person. So yeah. The they cyclist, both cheated. Yeah. One cheated at being a cyclist and the other cheated at being an astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, the moon landing is fake. Yeah. We've heard the moon landing is fake. Not, not, well, he, I, mean, not I mean, coach talked about Joe Rogan money. Maybe if we spread some misinformation, maybe oh, we'll start. Okay. We can get a little bit of, we can get a little bit of, a little well, bit just of make sure you, yeah, yeah. make sure you preface everything with, I'm not an expert, but. Well, I'm not, I mean, I'm not an expert, but the moon but. landing could have been faked by Lance Armstrong. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the saxophone player. Oh yeah, dude, that's Bill, no, that's Bill Clinton. Yeah, it's Bill Clinton. Oh, that's Bill Clinton. Also, he, he also faked the moon landing, though. Yeah, he yeah. also faked the moon yeah, but landing. Then, but then he did show up there once. Trust me. <laughs> I'm oh, not man, an expert, dude. but you, you, you can trust him. Oh. Yeah. You think their arms were tired after they flew to the moon? <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. No, well, it was Maybe. their legs because they, the the, they had the ET oh, bicycle. Yeah, their legs they put wings on their back legs <laughs> okay like a oh, fish oh man like yeah a, yeah like a fish mm -hmm. fish don't uh, have legs oh, see i was thinking hermes of like greek lore but i like oh, yeah. fish when you okay, said fish. hermes my brain immediately went to hermes conrad i went to futurama as well yeah jojo <laughs> uh, i haven't seen the new episodes yet have you guys seen i, any I think of the it's new they're doing them weekly so i'm waiting for them to finish yeah. it up okay yeah, yeah that's uh, fair it's I've watched their uh, last two episodes. Very good. Uh, mm. Highly recommend. Just yeah, more Futurama in it. Yeah, right. pretty much. Maybe we should we should do that for the Patreon, dude. We should do a spoiler cast of uh, of Futurama, the new season. But what anyway, done, I yeah. I digress, fellas. The question that we brought in today, or the topic that I brought in for us to discuss today, is mm -hmm. fragmentation in the age of the internet. Content, look, I'm sure you guys know. You guys don't live under a rock. You guys go on the internet. There's so much to do. There's so much to watch, right? There's, I know, I know, Justin, you've been a part of sort of a, um, a previous discussion about like you had to be there with video games and like sort of the online implications and communities surrounding that. But I just kind of want to expand that a little bit and talk about, you know, sort of how do we feel? about there being so much content that it's instant gratification and um, you can't just say, oh, did you watch the episode of this thing last night because it's the biggest thing on the planet? You know, it's, um, I don't know, discuss. Justin, do you, you want to you open us up? Um, 
I can definitely relate to the last thing you just said of like, did you watch this last episode of Blank? Because back in, I probably talked about this on the podcast before, back when I was in high school, not in high school, elementary school, um, it was a thing in, like they would say it over the loudspeaker of the morning announcements every day of who won that week's uh, episode of American Idol and who got kicked out and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like it was a thing that was around the school and everybody was talking about specifically like what happened on last week's episode of American Idol. And I never watched American Idol, so and and like hearing about it didn't make me want to watch it. I was just like, "Oh, that's happening, okay." And then I would just go on with my day. But now it feels almost like <laughs> if there's anything you want to talk about, there is a subsection of the internet for you to go to to uh, dive into a conversation as deep or as shallow as you like. And it is truly fascinating and also kind of scary how deep you can get into something. And how mm-hmm. far you can go with uh, whatever topic you would like to discuss with online. Um, yeah, I mean, since Brody's having a speech on it, I think he should talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, Brody. Brody's but, given a TED talk, so yeah, yeah. yeah here's I have the most authority because I have my background. No, um, I, I I ran into this issue a lot when I started to uh, join the workforce in my career job as as an effects artist because it was like. You know, effects artists are a lot of the time, I would say, it tends to be a profession that attracts a certain amount of terminally online people. But also, you know, when you're terminally online, you don't really, you're not watching the same things everyone is watching. Even when you have something as big as like, oh, you know, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, one of those big shows that everyone's watching. I didn't watch any of those, right? Like, the closest... (laughs) Like it, 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 you hear about the the water cooler talks of of your like oh you know did you see like it, it, even as early as you know maybe the the early two thousands you still had them because you know did you catch the the new episode of Friends last night wow wasn't that season finale weird whatever um, you don't get that anymore because I, I I don't think because there's such a wide range of content that like you're not forced to watch something just because it's on you can watch whatever you want at any time so you can literally just delve into you know these are my specific interests if i want to watch like only murder mystery shows or play murder mystery games for the next month i can do that and then not have anything to like talk to about my friends with unless like you know i can convince them to play it or whatever Mm -hmm. something like that um so it's it creates this like what do you talk about at work and for me it was a lot of you know, whatever we were doing at work, I found that a lot of effects artists were just the common talk, unless it was something like two people may have had in common individually, uh, was just like, oh, hey, did you see the new, like, master class on water effects or whatever? And it's like, that's cool. Uh-oh. You know, I get it, but I don't want, always want to talk shop all the time. Um, so you almost feel this pressure to start to delve into the stuff that might be more popular i mean the nice thing is you you know you do have some overarching thing i mean i'm not gonna say everyone does plenty of people don't like marvel or game of thrones or whatever but you do have like if you're if you have one of those you have something to talk about but that conversation at least in my experience tends to be very thin very shallow um i found the more the most interesting intricate conversations i've gotten into with people uh, that I've met since, uh, you know, being out of high school and, and going on and having to meet people that weren't just my childhood friends 
um, have been like, oh, I find one specific individual. I find some common thread like, oh, we both played a lot of like PS3 games or something. So I'll like I made my best friend in college on my first day because uh, I just, you know, I, infamous somehow came up and we talked about it and do just bonded from there and, and, and went from there. But like you have to bond with people on an individual level, not that you didn't have to before, but now like you have like more so than ever, because you have to find that those few interests or that one interest even um, and, and go from there. It's. I don't know, I probably I probably have more to say on the topic, but Sean hasn't talked yet, so I'm going to make him do it now. <laughs> yeah, good man. Uh, so going into the whole content thing, um, I know we're talking about, you know, oh, have you seen the latest episode and blah, blah, blah. Uh, this might be a bit of a hot take, but I kind of completely hate, not hate, but I am not a fan of releasing entire seasons in one day. Sometimes it mm -hmm. depends on the show, depends on the show, because <clears throat> there's something about like waiting for the next episode and build up and hype. And oftentimes, like for me, I love Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and part six was Netflix and they had three separate sections where it was like, all right, they released all 12 episodes here, all 12 episodes here, all 12 episodes here. And there was no hype because with Jojo, there was like Jojo Fridays where everyone would get together. They'd watch the show uh, and then they'd talk about it. But whenever Netflix did it, there was no Jojo hype. And this was one of those that like, they specifically really needed that type of thing. Um, and now that that that's a little like I said, that's a little niche. Uh, I do prefer the weekly format, but I do also understand um, kind of how I guess streaming has really cultivated a what's next, what's next type thing. Um, the one of the biggest things that I realized is sitcoms are kind of freaking great. Whenever it comes to like, you know, just all at once. I mean, that's how pretty much The Office became what it was. Um, but I think it depends on the show. And again, that comes down to how much content there is out there, how there's just a wide variety. But also, uh, since I'm, go I'm going to go back into JoJo, you also, if you want to stay spoiler free, you have to stay away from the Internet. And that's such a difficult thing to do, especially when it comes to like anime, uh, because, you know, there's manga that comes out and you have to stay away because people are like, oh, you know, what's going to happen? Uh, and I guess that goes for video games. Actually, it does go for video games as well. Uh, I've had to mute Final Fantasy 16 for the longest time. But because there's such a wide variety of content out there, you can find those niches. You can talk to people. Um, but at the same time, you got to kind of be weary because you never know. You go on one Reddit thread. Boom. Oh, my favorite character is going to die in the next two episodes. Great. That may And you just... Open up your bottle and that slap, eh, that slapped me back. But yeah, um, <laughs> it happens. Uh, in case you're wondering, uh, for those of you who are just listening in, I took a drink and the water came back and went inside my nose. <laughs> <laughs> your nose of, thirsty. Speaking of those people listening in, uh, you can find our, our our podcast on all media, all um, podcast platforms, Spotify. You, Apple Apple Podcasts, um, anything like that. We're also on YouTube. If you want to catch these episodes live and not have the uh, week delay that we've been we have uh, cooked into the uh, podcast, you can um, watch us on twitch.tv slash crub underscore official. We're live every Tuesday at 6.30 Eastern Standard. And if you want to see some more uh, like unique uh, 
content that we're cooking up in the behind the scenes stuff, you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon. You can get all of that on, all in one place. So yes, but exciting. Just, we do have a do Patreon now. <laughs> we do have a Patreon now, and find we us do? at Crub at Crub Official on everything except Twitch, which is Crub underscore Official, like Justin just said. Yeah. Um, and it's exciting. I mean, Justin and I have some pretty uh exciting things coming up for uh for the Patreon. I think that's where you're gonna f- tend to find a lot of um spoiler casts and things where we talk about more specific media in depth. We try not to spoil things on the main podcast, and so that's our our grounds to do that. So come find us there. Come hang out. And I um, think that it also helps us to lo- rope back into the podcast actually because oh well we are well, doing on. so I, many I different more... spoiler casts. Oh sorry, you go. I have. I have one more thing to say, which is that please leave us a review uh, on those podcast platforms. Leave us a nice little positive review uh, on YouTube. Please uh, give us a like, which I'll make you a deal, make you the same deal that Kevin always makes, which is Mm -hmm. if you don't like it by the end of the video, you can take it back. He's so right about that. It's free. Hit that. Gosh darn like button, please. Leave a good review um, on the podcast platforms. Leave all negatives on the YouTube. Thank yep. you. <laughs> yeah. Negatives on the YouTube. Negatives on our Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially Twitter. We have a yeah. hive. Oh, we do, do have we a hive. Have, uh, oh, yeah, we, we do. do. Dude, get us yeah. a negative. Uh, I don't even understand negative, what these platforms are. Negative right stuff in our TikTok comments. We also have a TikTok, which is hilarious to me. We do, too. Oh, my gosh. But that that oh, kind of helps fragmentation actually, of the Twitter. As I say, that kind of that kind of brings us back into the uh, topic here because with the fragmentation of how many different platforms you can interact with other people on, that then just yeah. creates more audiences, more fr- fandoms that exist for the same exact thing. So you have the Twitter fandom, you have the TikTok fandom, you have the YouTube mm-hmm. fandom, you have the Reddit fandom, you have the Blue Skies fandom, you have the Hive fandom, you have the Grinder fandom, you have all these Grindr. fandoms that you can have. Grinder. Did you just say the gr- I don't Grinder. Okay, do these we are not fandoms. I mean, that's uh, that's hilarious first but, of all, like having a brand <laughs> as an account on Grinder. God. <laughs> <laughs> God, I've actually oh. done that before. Not on Grinder. For those no. who are not, <laughs> no, for those who are no. not in the know, Grinder no. is a dating app. It's a dating yeah. app. There we go. Grinder is a dating app. Um, and, but um, <laughs> what that what I'm trying to get at is Dude, with yeah, find Crub on Tinder. <laughs> I think Deadpool was on Tinder at one point. He was. I believe that. That makes sense. Yeah, we hung out with like, good old Wade. Oh um, man, mm. I'm. You, you run into brands on Twitter on uh, Twitter on Tinder yeah. because they can advertise there. But to Justin's point, um, not only do you have so many different fandoms for so many different things, it's yeah. all all over the place, and not it's everybody's nuts. on every platform. So now mm-hmm. you just have a bunch of people that you will never see if you only yeah. interact on one platform, yeah. and that just creates no, it, this whole thing of like, what does the fandom actually want? Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think it is. You kind of have to listen to the fandom, but also at the same time, you kind of have to disregard it because yeah, yeah. Well, it, if you listen look, to you everybody, you're not going to get anywhere. The way that I see it, it's you listen to the fandom to keep your core base happy, but then you have to not listen to them in order to expand your audience and reach new people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but by virtue of that, right, there's so much just content. Right. And I'm not talking about YouTube. That's a that's a conversation for another day. Right. Like on YouTube, it's excuse me on YouTube, it's 
crowdsourced content mm-hmm. and crowdsourced crowds. You know, whereas something like a a Netflix or a Hulu or you know, uh with how meteoric the meteoric rise of Disney Plus, um, you know, you got your you got your um Formula One folks over on Peacock, you got your um people who are still buying like NFL Sunday ticket, for example. There's a lot, there's a lot of places to watch a lot of things. Mm-hmm. WWE, WWE Network, like WWE, uh, that's, that's I don't know if Peacock they that as well, anymore. right? They it, killed it that and Peacock. brought it back several times, and I don't know if they're in a kill or a bring back. I don't, I don't know what phase they're in with WWE Network. Yeah, but the but the, I mean, the think, point is, there's so many different ways to ex- to consume media, and there's so many different yeah. places to then talk to people who are fans of that media, and then like you'll have yeah. the talks with people on Twitter and then you go to an event that everybody is at, like at a, like a big wrestling show for wrestling or you go to a convention well, for like video games and just like nobody, you'll, you'll, you'll like say a meme and then you'll have your friend in a discord call tell you that it's bullshit because that meme is real. And I swear to God. What well, is it? Wrestling is actually a, like the example that the exception that proves the rule because it has, um, such a dedicated fan base. It does. And also it has basically, I don't want to call it a monopoly because now it's, now there's two companies that everybody watches, but Mm. um, basically if you talk to a wrestling fan, there's an, there's a a hundred percent chance. They know what WWE is and vaguely know what's going on over there and vaguely know who's in it. Right. Right. Um, there's probably about a 75% chance they know what's going on in AEW, but then there's that chance drops so much lower when you're talking about any independent wrestling promotions. Right. And the reason it proves the rule is because when we talk about like movies and TV, right, it's like Brody made this point, I think in the pre-show, um, or maybe, maybe early in one of his earlier points, which was that like, yeah, sure. There's Marvel and there's things and there's game of Thrones. Right. But these things aren't monopolies. These things aren't um, the only content that people who are fans are watching. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to find fans. And that's the thing with, with, with wrestling, it's easy to find fans. You just, you throw out a two sweet and if they do it to you, then they're, you know, they're a wrestling fan pretty much. Um, you know, with everything else, it's like, Oh, Hey, have you seen a multiverse of madness? And the answer is going to be no for a lot of people, a lot of <laughs> yeah. folks in the workplace. <laughs> God, yeah. And yeah, I mean, and just to, I mean, do you guys have any other like examples? I know American Idol was a great example because Sanjaya Malakar and to that extent, Sirius Satellite Radio was a much bigger thing because that's mm. how Sanjaya got as far, to my knowledge. Um, we can, um, I whoever's editing this. I'll fact check it and send you the text to put on screen right now. Um, but I believe the story goes, the legend has it that Sirius Satellite Radio, uh, Howard Stern, was telling people to vote for Sanjaya Malakar to move on, even though he wasn't like all that good of a singer in comparison to the others. I didn't know so, that. Well, I knew thing. he wasn't the best singer, because I do remember watching American Idol back then. Yeah. Um Another show that I think was really big back then and still has like a lot of interest nowadays. It's just a little different is Survivor. Oh, um, yeah. 
good Survivor. Oh, The Bachelor is also another one. Really good examples. Super strong. We used to, um, I'm not proud to admit this, but we used to do like, because I, I like football and a lot of my football friends uh, were also like super into doing fantasy football drafts. So what we used to do is when there was like a new season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette is we would draft pick certain characters or I guess actual people, whatever they are. On The Bachelor? We would, <laughs> on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, like, all right, I'm going to pick this person, this person, this person. And whoever won at the end, like, we just, they got to, like, they got to choose a punishment, essentially, for the loser. <laughs> and it ranged all over the place. Um, That's awesome. It, we were not, <laughs> we were not the best of people with those, but uh, I don't think I'm going to. Oh, I'm not going to say it because we promised no, we wouldn't yeah, talk about that stuff. Like, you're like but, some uh, naked, naked lap type of punishments. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish that was the worst. I've done that, that before. Tame? Naked yeah, lap that's is tame. like naked lap is like, oh, man, like when we talk about a naked lap for losing a game of pong, it's like very outdated. <laughs> All right. I need you to just get God. All right, you lost got pong, the darkest anime naked. backstory. God. God. <laughs> I, I've done a lot of terrible things. I'm not going to lie. Oh, um, man. Dude. I will yeah. say that I will say that from the fragmentation of audience's standpoint, I think sports is kind of a cheat code. I think yeah, that I no matter what, if you're a fan of the sport, you'll probably know the goings ons of most of the teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then you kind of just can have a conversation with anyone who follows the league. And if they follow a different team, you can still have a good conversation. Yeah. yeah. Like, Which I, is I, funny, I, right? Because like, I feel like... Sorry, Sean, you want to go? My no, I was just going to say I'm a football slut, so... But go on. <laughs> Everyone knows um, that. If you if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see me on Sundays yelling about the Bengals. Shout out to that Daniel Jones, best quarterback in New Jersey. Daniel Jones, oh my god. Wow. No, well, actually, he's not the best quarterback in New Jersey anymore. He sure as hell there is. is. We have a certain immunized individual... He's, and he's going to be Jersey. and he's washed baby it's daniel jones season baby god, <laughs> god. Uh, we i can can't say the hope. best quarterback in new york is josh allen's in buffalo but right right that's fair well he's josh allen's the only quarterback in new york exactly <laughs> yeah you're not wrong um, oh man but anyway I miss, uh i miss when johnny manziel was funny to like, god fun of. oh um, that was fun now it's just uh, sad yeah. That no, just gives our, our audience a, a, a glimpse into my sports knowledge. It's not much. <laughs> um, well, but that's the other thing, though, right? Is like, I feel like even sports has become mm-hmm. a thing where it's not like water cooler talk anymore to Brody's earlier point. Sports used to be the thing that like if you wanted to engage with like non-internet users, you, you had to know sports about sports. And be like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, I don't know, Breaking Bad? That's like the God. closest thing. Better Call Saul? It, I mean, even then, that's just like, it's another Game of Thrones example where you're going to run into enough people that haven't watched it or like, and, 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 you, and I think one thing, and maybe this is, maybe this is like a, a launch pad into other things is there's so many people, and, and I'm guilty of it myself, where I will, I will see something that is, you know, doing very well, popular like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, and kind of go, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to watch that when everyone else is. Like I've <laughs> deliberately, I still haven't played The Last of Us Two. I plan to at some point, but <laughs> I still haven't because at the time I was just waiting 
for everyone else to not care about it so i could just play the game and enjoy it without like I, outside intervention or outside influence i feel that that was me with undertale like i i refused to play that for the longest time and i played it like for the first time maybe two three years ago mm-hmm. uh because i was i just i could no i'm not dealing with that i just wanted to be completely on my own and see if I like it by myself. Yeah. So I feel that. No, I'm with you. That's like, um, I think Taylor Swift released a record pretty recently. That's kind of where I'm, I am with that just because I'm like, I want to enjoy it in peace. I want to enjoy it free of societal pressure to like it. Yeah. I I Um, have plenty of things like that. Um, like to Sean's earlier point where he was saying that he likes, uh, weekly releases. I hate weekly releases. I I can't stand them. Um but I I think a lot of that comes from uh when I was a teenager getting into uh anime for the first time really. Um mm. you know, like seeing Pokemon and DBZ like before school, but I really I hadn't watched anything until like my friend showed me uh Full Metal Alchemist and once I got into that world of anime where there was all of this content that was just already out anyway and like at the time, you know, nobody's really saying much about it unless you go to like niche sections of the internet. It was all of this backlogged content that I could just go through and go through and go through to the point where when I started to want to watch stuff that was coming out at the time, I would be like, okay, well I can either, and I I watch a lot of stuff dubbed too. So I was like, I can either watch this in Japanese as it's coming out. And, but I I don't really have a reason to, because I'm not like going into these circles and talking about it with people and all of that stuff. Um, so I would usually wait for the entire season to finish and then be dubbed uh, and, and then watch that. And I don't watch a lot of recent anime. Like there's a couple shows like Fire Force or whatever that I'll, I'll get into. But like mm. My Hero Academia is still one where there's a new season every you know year and a half or whatever. And I will wait the six months that it takes for that season to finish and be fully dubbed and then watch it all in like one mm. big thing. Because um, that's just how I prefer to, to to watch stuff. And I think. The thing that really broke me on it, though, was was One Piece, uh, mm-hmm. because I watched at the time it was, you know, 2014 or something. And I caught up to it in four months with a one month break somewhere in there. Man. And uh, that's like 650 episodes just watching like 20 a day, just constantly. I'm just like this, this roller coaster barreling down it just absolutely because, I, you know, I, it was like summer vacation between uh, college. So I didn't really have anything to do. And uh, then I, you know, even when I started college, I was still watching it because I was already on that ride. And then I caught up in like the middle of Dressrosa, which um, for the uninitiated is one of the longest arcs in that series. It's it's the I think the only arc that's longer in the anime than it is in the manga because they were doing like 0.5 chapters an episode so they wouldn't catch up. Um, mm. It's it's, it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for that to be the one to catch up in after watching like 20 episodes every day to then have to go like weekly from there. It broke me. It completely mm. broke me. And I was like, no, I can't. I, I'm just I have to wait until this arc is finished. Then I'll watch mm. it. And then the next one, I'll wait till that one's finished and then I'll watch it. Like I just I could not I couldn't watch it weekly. And it broke me for every other show as well um, to the point where like I love the seasonal releases because it's like. I preferred I I want to watch something all at once if I can. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm I feel like where I stand is that I'm kind of the Goldilocks between you and Sean, Brody. Justin, what I I'll explain mine in a second. Justin, what do you think of weekly versus um 
versus like batch releases or like all at once. It's funny on the pre-show of this episode, I was talking about how I hadn't watched any of the Futurama episodes because I'm waiting for them to be done releasing them. Yeah. Um, for certain things, I think it's better. I think for shows that have tension mm-hmm. and shows yeah. that have like cliffhangers and shows that have things that, that make you want to say, okay, what happens next? I think a weekly release kind of just naturally leads that conversation and allows yeah. for a lot of people to discuss it. But for something like a Futurama or something that's more lighthearted or something that doesn't have as, as like engrossing of a through line between episodes, like if it's, maybe it's like a, something like a uh, like like exa- exactly like a Futurama where one episode mm-hmm. doesn't lead into the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you can just watch them all at once. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. The nature of the content itself really does lend itself well to. Um, a big batch release for something like a Futurama or mm. even like I'm watching what we do in the shadows right now, the new season and good it's show. Like those and those. Yeah. Great show. But those are coming out weekly. And, and I do kind of think that maybe detracts from it a little bit, but um, yeah, but I can I, see that. Like imagine if we had to watch Tim Robinson one yeah, episode a true. week. Yeah. That, <laughs> and they're just, impossible. and it's just like a 20, 20 episode, like a 20 minute long episode. Of just like five sketches and then you're done. Yeah, it's legitimately, the, it's yeah. Because I I just watched all of season three again on Great. Friday night. No, what day is it today? Today's I watched Tuesday. a Saturday night. Saturday night I watched all of season three again. It's an hour and a half long, mm-hmm. and you can just you just watch it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I, yeah. What I think, will say, in terms of the yeah. water cooler talk. I think movies on Netflix lend themselves very yeah. strongly towards um, fostering that kind of a discussion. Oh, and yeah. my prime example of that is Squid Game. Yes. That's well, a show. Well, that was the show. It was a show? Yeah, it's a yeah. TV show. I thought it was a movie. Yeah. That's a season. I'm confusing, no. it with, I'm confusing <laughs> with um the other one. Uh, Bird Box? It, no, Bird Box. We, there's that one. We talked yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bird yeah. Box was a big thing. But then again, though, that does beg the question of, like, where do these things come from? Um, oh, Bird Box? That was, uh, it. from what I read, and I could be completely wrong, uh, but I'm never wrong, so I'm not. But from what I saw, it was, like, Netflix made these accounts to, like, make all these memes and, like, send them out to, like, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, that- and, like, it was really big on Facebook, which led to a lot of people, you know, going to watch Bird Box, but a lot of the people people that made these original memes and whatnot they were made around those accounts were made around the time like around the month that bird box was you know starting to pick up steam and before it came out and when it came out uh so yeah yeah i'm gonna put i'm gonna put a big allegedly on that so that we don't have to so that we don't have to have chris put the fact check in again (laughs) oh i don't i don't want him to even fact check i won't even fact check i'll just sit yeah, no. Yeah. We're not experts here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. Like, that's definitely a big part of it, right? Is like, if if memes go out, it's going to be more popular. Like, look at Barbenheimer, right? Like, that's a Gosh. whole thing. Um, real quick, I mm-hmm. actually prefer, I think my, my best, best scenario for me is when a show is uh, weekly, but it has, like, four episodes at a time you know so i don't know if you guys have heard of jury duty um uh i think i know what you're talking about it's uh, is it on nbc 
it was on Freevee, which is owned by Amazon. Oh, I, and, do know, I know about Freevee, yeah. And it used to be IMDb TV. Oh, you're, um, okay, okay. So this, this show, else. the premise is that they have, like, actors. It's, it's basically yeah. The Office if one person didn't know that it was a TV show. Yeah. Like they have oh, one it's guy. kind of like Murderville. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much except the one guy believes it's like, an actual case. Actually doesn't know. Yeah, he actually does not know that it's a, a TV show until the end. But Yeah. It's not like the one time they tried to do that years and years ago where they tried to make the guy a fool. In this one they make him look pretty good, which is which is good. Like he's like a minor celebrity now, which is awesome. Um James Marsden is in it from the Sonic movie. They reference the Sonic movie. Love it. <laughs> and I like I honestly I need more people to like watch that. That's been the closest thing to water cooler talk for me because one other person at work happened to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um but even then, like you guys haven't seen it, right? I don't even no. know. Have you guys even heard about it? No, I, I've heard time. of it. And so that was the thing. They released four episodes at a time, I think. And it was a three week, I think it's like 12 episodes or something like that. And it was in, mm. over the course of like three weeks, they released um, like four episodes a week or some, something along those lines. Right. Yeah. And so I like when they have multiple episodes coming out at once, because then it kind of solves for, for a lot of those issues. But yeah. that said, right. Who's watching Freebie? Who's watching IMDb TV now freebie in the yeah. age of we're going through Netflix and we're like, what the heck is there to watch? Right? Like my back dad when is. it was just what? My dad loves freebie. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, he loves freebie. Man. <laughs> Do they well, are your parents used to get being advertised to? Yeah. I mean they, Do they grew watch up on, a lot of they grew up on the I mean my dad likes to watch a lot of um I think it's called Scorpion. It's basically just NCIS, but not NCIS. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My my parents like that one too. Yeah. So it's he he watched a lot of stuff like that where it's just you put it on, you don't have to even think about it really. Right. Mm -hmm. But do do they watch a lot of like linear television? Yeah. 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 So that's probably why they're okay with like the ads and stuff. I'm like I pay for YouTube Premium, so like I'm not. I'm no, not same. used to being advertised to. Um, I mean, the <laughs> ads are just kind of like the ads you would get on a normal like screening of a TV show back in the day when you didn't have yeah. any streaming services. So for them, That's it's fair. just normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I will say this, though. You know, as far as like as far as TV goes, <laughs> spam callers, baby. Um, as far as, uh, you know, TV goes, right? Um. We don't see a lot of like, I mean, obviously, like, I think, I think people of like the, you know, in their like 40s to 60s, like they do have like, there are linear TV shows that those people are watching, right? Like those folks all know who was on The Masked Singer. Yeah, like the American Idol model hasn't died. It's just in different shows now. Yeah, exactly. It's American Idol. It's The Voice. It's X Factor. It's um. I don't. Is X Factor still around? Yeah, absolutely. I know, I know, in, I know I there's in, America's Got Talent. I think in other countries, countries X Factor exists, not in America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say because like I know the right. UK has it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. yeah. It's it's strong there. That's what Simon Cowell's up to right now. Right, and like America's Got Talent. Penn right? and Teller like made their like own that. where you had to fool them on how you did all your magic. That one Which, was yeah. fun. I, I love like that, that show. 
Yeah. I love Penn and Teller fool us. Um, the, the most aggravating part of that show is just watching at the end when Penn is just like, is this how you did the thing? And he doesn't say anything. He's just like, is this how you did it? They're like, yeah, that's how we did it. You're like, I know the mag- I know the rule of magic, but just say more words, please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it, I it, like <sighs> I've watched enough of the show and I've like done enough research into like magic tricks that like I know what he's talking about probably like 70% of the time. <laughs> he just gives it, basically he gives them like a little like gives them the fucking DreamWorks face like eh? and they're like, yeah, you got us. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. This is something I don't tell people very often. I love magic. That I is somehow magic. the least surprising thing I've heard all day. Like, if you were to sit me down and say, which club members into magic, Nico? Yeah, but the thing is, like, I don't... Nico. I don't like theater, though, is the thing. It's just that, like, the level well, of cringe in magic is a different cringe than... Well, yeah, because I don't like magic, know. but I love musicals. Exactly. Right? And it's like, there's... I, I truly, I'm starting to think that there are multiple uh frequencies of cringe that people can perceive and can't oh yeah um, god but that said right like take the test look at these 40 cringes and how many how many cringes do you count yeah well uh, i i think like the most so what are some more recent examples that we can think of of like big cultural well things right like in our uh, lifetime i feel like we're the 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 crux of this topic is that as we go on, we see less and less of it because people are able to just enter into their own little bubbles of entertainment uh, to the point where, like, you know, there's all this, t- like, you know, people talk about like, oh, millennials are like this, Zoomers like this, here's zillennials or whatever. And I feel like it's more adequate. Like, I feel like it tells you more about a person to find out which game console they associate growing up with as opposed to, you know, what quote unquote generation they're from. Like, if someone, grew up on like a n64 ps1 i know more about them from that than if they say they're a millennial if someone says they grew up on ps2 ps3 ps4 whatever i can tell more about them from that than i could if you say they're like a they're a zoomer or whatever um like i make i feel like i make my best connections uh with people who like you know played ps2 or gamecube or were in that like you know maybe they played some ps1 or they played some ps3 and they associate that with their childhood but like ps2 is right in there um, to the point where, like, I, I genuinely find it more difficult to uh, relate to people or, or become friends with people or carry on or just yeah, carry on a conversation with someone uh, who is more or less five years away from me. Like if they're five years older or five years younger, it becomes tougher at that threshold uh, for me to actually, you know, carry on a conversation because I'm just like, you're just going to be into something. You're going to be into things that are just so much different from what I am. That it's just it's just it's just difficult. I can't play my usual game of find a thing that we have in common and talk about that. I have to play my secondary game of ask questions because people like to talk about themselves. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. that that is a very big thing to do. Like if you just ask what their interests are. Hey, tell me about this. People go wild with that, which I mean, I do, too. I love to hear myself talk. I love to tell you about things that I care about. Like, I will sit here and tell you all about the Cincinnati Bengals if you care about that. Or I will tell you about (laughs) Enderton Ring or I will tell you about the Nintendo 64. You know, there's always something to talk about. Don't worry. We're going to have an episode of the podcast where we're all normal. And that's when you can go off about football on that episode. What do you mean when we're all normal? 
I'm more that's going to be no, mean? no. Like the theme of the episode is that we're going to be normal for that episode. I'm normal. I don't know if talk. I can be on that one. <laughs> we're I'm be normal, normal for that episode, and Justin's going to talk about sports, and you're going to talk about sports, and Kevin's going to talk about sports, and I won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like I don't think that I could be on that one because one of the like talk about fragmentation of, of audiences and stuff. Yeah, I think there's been like three or four different topics where you three in this episode where you three have gone off and I've sat there silent like I don't watch wrestling. I don't watch sports. I don't play Magic the Gathering. I don't know what to contribute to this conversation. Right <laughs> I'm now. sorry, but yeah, well, Brody, actually, actually, I do have a I do have a question that I wanted to ask while you were in the middle of your uh, your talk. You yeah. you said, you know, you could tell a lot about somebody based off, you know, the you know system that they played while they were growing up. If you say Nintendo 64, what does that say about a person? Well, if, the, if they say Nintendo 64, mm-hmm. ooh, what does yeah. it say? Well, it's not me. But I, I just want to know. It's if someone says Nintendo 64, they are. Hmm, OK, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I feel like I can I can just use I, I'm going to end up using YouTubers as like a like a comparison one point of here. Yeah, but like you're going to get like someone <laughs> who's more like actually i don't know if okay Okay. like you're gonna get like someone more like like ant dude or someone maybe like um arlo or or whatever uh but if you if you go back and you say like snes you're gonna get like angry video game nerd um avgn's further back yeah i guess i guess i guess it's it's difficult to exactly express like it's it's hard to quantify exactly what i'm saying here um, but there are just slight differences I notice in, you know, in how someone conducts themselves, whether they're, you know, born in 1990, 1995, 2000, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess I guess you I guess you could get more granular with it and say, like, here's what someone with a PS1 versus an N64 say. But I think it's more just generational in that sense. Like, I think for me personally, it was like tail end PS1 into PS2 into like early ps3 is where i would like kind of quantify my my childhood and so you know like i'm able to then go and talk to to kevin about ratchet and clank which is you know how i got here in the first place because i just made that kind of connection and and went from there um Mm -hmm. and then from that you know here's all the people kevin knows Oop, well i can easily talk to you know chris about sonic or um you know there's i don't know anything it's 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 a difficult thing to to precisely quantify. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, if you say you like N64 games, uh, you're you like eating apples. Like, it's not that kind of. It's not that kind of like level of fortune telling. It's it's just like, I mean, I do, but vibe. It's I don't yeah. know. There's a certain it's so it's hard so, to explain. So hear me out. Here's a terrible idea that probably will go nowhere or we will do it. We'll make a tier list of YouTubers have this entire list of consoles and then you have to put them bit by bit like oh avgn he goes to that console what have you or you know that's that's probably a terrible idea i'm gonna make you do that better idea on crub.org which is a website that you can go to and find everything crub we should just make buzzfeed um quizzes oh my we god should. oh i can write oh which crub member that. are you <laughs> oh yeah which crub member are you i'll, I'll write uh, that tonight i'll write that, that later that's we'll put that on the Patreon. Idea. We'll put that on the Patreon. We'll do uh, the which which crub member are you? No, just yeah. put it up on crub.org. Um, just put up a put link on to crub. it. Org, yeah, make it free. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Screw it. Let's have fun with that. Yeah. Screw it. Let's have fun with it. If we can, I'll, I'll write that. I'll write that out. 
Um, yeah. But to, um, to, to follow up on what Brody is, was talking about, he says he can feel a lot about like what person, what, what console they grew up with. But then you'll have people like people at my work where they're very in, they're very interested on the goings ons of the relationship between Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me like the whole lore and lineage of the entire breakup and re get back together. And then the breakup again of Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. And I'm like, how do you have the uh, bandwidth and the attention span to care about the things that you are saying to me right now? Like yeah. how? See, I feel look, that. But I, I understand that though. But because the, yeah, the thing is like, I then care about like who each team in the NBA is trading for and why. He's, and those things don't me. matter to me at all. He's me. I'm coworkers. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> he's me. I'm coworkers. I care about that stuff. Uh, do I know all the Justin Bieber tea? No, but I know a lot of other tea that's going on right now. Like there's like a lot of stuff. There's a lot of like things to like grab onto that are just like pulpy and they make you forget about your problems. Right. There's, um, there's new, uh, there's a new industry plant on the block in hip hop that, that I've been, that I've been like kind of, kind of like, you know, thinking about recently that I'm like trying to like, you know, do a little bit of research on whatever. Right. Um, they're called ghost kids. Oh, okay. People. And we don't know, we don't know who they are. You know, it's kind of like doing like a gorillas type of thing, but it's their industry plants. Like it's, um, it's, uh, clearly they've got a lot of money behind them. Um, and it's pulpy for the same reason that people like Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. I'm following this stuff and trying to trying to be like, oh, who does this sound like? Who does this sound like? And trying to be like, who who are these people? You know, um, same thing when uh, when people were trying to figure out who the lead singer of Ghost was before the that. lawsuit. Spoiler alert: If you don't know who the lead singer of Ghost was. Uh, I'm not going to tell you, but don't look up the lawsuit if you don't want to know. Um, yeah, there was a lawsuit. Their identity did get revealed, um, which was kind of yeah. kind of sad, but also it sounded like there was some um, unsavory behavior going on there um, monetarily. But anyway, I digress. It's something fun to keep track of that isn't politics that you can like talk to people about anyway. I digress. They are I, fun I, things to keep track of and yeah, things I mean, to, to tell stories about. Continue, Brody. To, yeah. Sorry. To Justin's point, we I think, you know, it's it is very easy to like look at celebrity gossip and feel as if, you know, oh, I'm I'm above that or whatever. But I feel like at some on some level we all do it. Like oh yeah. Even I, I, YouTuber I, gossip for crying oh, out loud. I'm, I am well, absolutely not above it. I'm a hundred percent not above that. But the continue. thing I I think in in our circles, the thing that I see it happen to with with a lot of with a lot of people is game company CEOs. Like if I say the name, oh my god, I know. Yeah, you're right. If 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 I say the name Randy Pitchford and you're the (laughs) right person, you start thinking of so many things. Yeah, like you just follow the controversy of like a game company CEO, and it's it is genuinely fun on some level to be like, look at how. What does this guy do? What what is happening? Why why is he in charge? Dude, where, where are things going? What can I expect from, you know, how how is this going to affect the company? Uh, all these different things. 
Because honestly, my when favorite I look at this, is that. Oh, sorry, you go. My favorite is that. Sorry, I just have a quick thing. No, you good. My favorite is that in our friend group specifically, if you don't know who these people are, you, you get bullied. <laughs> yeah, you'll get bullied into learning about them. Yeah, and you don't you have get a choice. Bullied into uh, into learning. Um, game CEOs continue. To How do you Orson, not know who Keiji Unafune is? Come on, guys. <laughs> That's yeah, a he... new one to me. I don't know that one. <laughs> he made Sonic. No, he didn't. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> no. God damn it. No, Sean. Everybody knows that that's Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer did do that. <laughs> yeah, he did. A person uh, who like, Mini-Me apparently loves, Phil Spencer. Yeah, Phil Spencer I watched the Mini-Me episode. I saw it. <laughs> and, you know, I, I wonder how much of that is from, like, at, at one point during, you know, when, when E3 was in its heyday, you know, Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, they, they would come out with people, um, like... Don Mattress and uh that's not a name. Uh, no, it's Don Mattress, <laughs> but that was the Xbox guy until he got fired for saying that people without internet connections should just play the 360 instead of the Xbox One. True, um, yeah. But they would bring out these CEOs at, like at their keynotes as if they were celebrities. Um in part because at, you know, it is a trade show, like I get it, but they would also like there th there was this brief period of time where they didn't know what to do between transitioning it from like a trade show to like a community thing where they'd have like uh, Jack Tretton out on stage with his arms at his sides, not knowing what to do with them. Like, hello, everyone. I'm <laughs> pleased to talk about PlayStation. Here's the PlayStation Move, and it was so robotic and everything. But like, that's that's the only people you had to like latch on to. Yeah, uh, yeah. if you were in those circles. Yeah, that's why Everybody Richie Fizeme like grew as big as he did back then because oh, he true. was like the personality. Charisma. Like, yeah, yeah. he. Yeah, Nintendo was like, you're the one, you're going to go out there, you're going to get these people back onto us. They specifically like, hired him because he was charismatic. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were like, and we need someone so well. to everybody, sell it. Everybody knows that there's only one, sorry to cut you off, Justin, there's only one video game executive that matters. Do you guys know who it is? Hideo Kojima. Two video game <laughs> executives that matter. <laughs> it was, it's Kevin Butler. It's, it's God, Kevin well, Butler. He's, well, he's the only one. Real. He's fake. He's the only one that he, matters. Now, now we're talking. Like, if we're talking about industry Kevin? plants, now that's one of them. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Butler. Oh, we should do an episode on industry plants. Oh, gosh. Um, what but, would that be? What do you mean? What would it be? We could um just talking about everybody. people who are industry plants. I mean, I'll yeah. send everybody some music to listen to. We can talk about Kenny Powers being the K Swiss CEO. Um, Swissness. No. Kid Rock there too, because. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know he comes from money, right? I want to be a cowboy, baby. I'm that is immunized. like immunized. Um, no <laughs> Um, I don't like Kid Rock. Uh, no one does. Is he for governor <laughs> of a state or something? I, no. Sounds right. I don't know. He he. I tried to be one, but like we, Kid Rock does not exist to yeah. me. He's just gone now. This is true, man. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. But yeah, no, it's um, kind of the last thing that I have in the tank for the um, fragmentation of audience discussion, right, is, uh, well, okay, I think I, I have, no, yeah, this is the last thing in the tank. Um, okay, so uh, when we think about, like, music, right, like, mm -hmm. you know, I know, I know, um, Justin, you weren't really much of a, a music person until, like, semi-recently like past couple years i would say am i right in saying that even then i still don't really follow musicians 
Um, yeah, and and Brody, you're kind of you're kind of on a similar boat. I, I think. Yeah, I don't I don't follow any music stuff. Yeah. Um, Sean and I obviously are kind of have our ears to the ground a little bit more, mm-hmm. but um, when we think about right, you guys aren't music fans. You guys don't like go out of your way to listen to music, but you still know who Nickelback is, right? But but if I ask you, like, do you guys know who Dua Lipa is? Yeah, I listen. Yeah. I know one song that she did, and I don't I don't know what the name of it is. Mm-hmm. Brody. I have no clue. Oh, actually, yeah. I know the only reason I know Dua Lipa is because one of my coworkers is a really big fan. Right. Well, I'm a huge fan. I I love Dua Lipa. You mm. know. Um. But I suppose that's what I'm getting at, right? Like, you know, you got your your Katy Perry's, your Taylor Swifts, um, your your Nickelbacks, your uh, even at this point, Post Malone is probably the last one. Um, of mm. the artists that everybody like just kind of knows at least in the united states i can't really speak for um you know in the uk you got your your kylie minogues and your ali murs and your um you know ed sheeran's uh, up there ed sheeran's right Sheeran, yeah you know up there um and uh and your harry styles i'd say is up there as well harry styles ellie goulding right um those are the only markets that i'm like super familiar with everybody knows bts nowadays i guess too but that's true yeah um, but they're more so. The yeah, they're is, more so for the memes. The thing is, yeah, it's mostly for memes for BTS. Even though they do have very, very good music, in my opinion, um, and the fandom, because the fandom, we stand Jungkook. Yeah. Sure, um, but the fandom is what takes most of the heat, right? People aren't making fun of BTS; they're making fun of BTS fans. Yeah, um, which is insane because yeah, because I don't really see anything is, of BTS themselves. It's always the fans. No, no. the music's very good. The music's very good. I highly recommend listening to some BTS. But, um, you know, the thing is, like, you know, I think the last couple bad. This is just going to be this rant here is just me listing off musicians to make a point. But okay, um, it's basically like, I mean, I'm sure you guys have probably heard of Lil Peep. Yes, maybe through the Sean. I know you probably have, but like the other Pretty two, much you guys I, know, oh, there's no Lil Peep probably because he died. Gosh, you just throw that out there. Yeah. yeah well, XXX Tentacion, because he passed I away. I just recently started listening to his music. Oh, dude, it's very good. It's, it's very, very it's good. a very unique sound. Super yeah. like, like. Wait, which X? X, yeah. X. Yeah. yeah. I can, yeah. I'll send you some of my favorites later, Justin. Um, But yeah, I mean, look. I'm just like listing these off and like these are people that not everybody has heard of even though they've made such a huge splash in in the industry and and they've made um there's a whole like generation of rap music that was from them right yeah and like when I when I was in high school there was one place to go on the internet for like discovering new music and like relatively underground, like relatively independent music. And that was Dat Piff. Um, mm-hmm. The website was called Dat Piff. It was a, a mixtape website, right? Where you could, um, people can just upload uh, mixtapes, right? And the difference of course, being that with a mixtape, you maybe don't go to a mixing engineer. You just kind of mix it yourself. You don't have to pay for samples because they were just free at the time. And I think they've legislated since then, but at that time you didn't have to clear the samples, right? You could just, Post it and it was done. You weren't making money off of it, but that's how you know your folks like Soldier Boy, Lil B, 
and even future Waka Flocka Flame, all of those people uh, um, came up. And you guys don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. I, well, I actually those, knew most of those names. Those names you just said, yeah. yes, I do know. Yeah. Right. And that I happened, that was, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. Or more. As we did, you know, as we talked about the last episode I was on, which was like a month ago. Um, but uh, with like music now is everything has been engineered to be on Spotify or SoundCloud or everything. And musicians are not sticking as much as they used to. And I think that's a travesty. Do you think it's because <laughs> there's so much music to listen to? Yeah, well, there's a lot of music to listen to. And it's like, if you like one sound, you can just stick to that one sound till the end of your days. Yeah. Because there's essentially infinite content. Yeah, and, and, and things like the, the radio have, have basically gone out of style. Why would I listen to the radio and have them play, you know, whatever they're going to play when I could, like, plug in my Spotify or if I have something downloaded on my phone and just listen to what I want to listen mm -hmm. to? Even yeah. now with things like there's that whole Spotify AI DJ. That, I was going to actually shout that out. Yeah. 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 yeah, which is interesting. I started using it, and it's cool because it will... I, I want to find new music, but it's so oh, yeah. hard to because I don't know necessarily what to search other than, you know, here's yeah. a genre I like. I like rock or like classic rock, dad rock, stadium rock, or I like, um, you know, country music or whatever. But a lot of country music's garbage. So it's hard to find <laughs> that like that specific kind of music I want. And Spotify DJ is just like, all right, here's some stuff that we think you might like. Although sometimes it's like, here's some stuff that our editors sh think you should be listening to. And whenever it says that, I skip that category. Yeah, I'm like, I don't do too. Yeah, because I don't want what their editors want. I, I Give me the things that you think I want in the genres that I do. But well, don't give me the things that you want to be popular. It's funny. I will say the reason. Well, so first of all, yes, this is a very, very interesting point. Um, algos are taking the roles of DJs and tastemakers in yeah. society. Um, but number two is that the music that they play on, like, here's what our editors want you to listen to. I often just find myself not liking. I haven't um, even done that yet. Like, I don't I haven't used AI DJ. I just look up Discover Weekly. Um, so, yeah. I, you know, I'm going to I'm going to try that out. Uh, yeah, because it, it, it'll take There's, like, here's some things that have been playing when you were a kid. And then for me, it would play like FCP remix and stuff like that. And I was like, it wow, says some, it says some nice. buck wild stuff too. That's awesome. Like uh. when it, whenever it, sometimes it'll give you a year. Like it's like, oh, here's some stuff that you liked in 2018, and then it'll give some mm -hmm. facts. I I love the one that's just like, all right, here's some stuff you were listening to in 2016. What a year! The presidential election, blah blah blah. And I'm like, why would AI Spotify <laughs> DJ say these things? Wild. <laughs> it starts fights. <laughs> just like okay, starts now. I now I kind of want to do that, but I don't want to, I don't want to so laugh funny. at the gym. I just want to be angry and lift yeah. stuff. Dude, mine, nope. mine is like so bad. Well, I'm, I'm so bad about like, I'm so bad about expanding the genres that I listen to, mm -hmm. um, that the AI DJ only gives me a rehash of like my more recent playlist. And oh, then weird. I thank my lucky stars when it's like, here's what you were listening to in the summer of 2018. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good year for music. Cause like, I remember that that year it was a good year for music because i mean that was the year i think the year that little peep died and so everyone was making emo rap and that's what i listened yeah. to so anyway i that was a huge digression um, yes and to get back to the point the ai dj 
is a very good functionality. And I'd rather have an AI catering stuff to my taste than like a rando just being a tastemaker. Yeah, I will say like there's a there's a okay. subreddit called r slash um, listen to this. Mm-hmm. And that's where I found some musicians that I still listen to and I really, really like. Yeah. yeah. And it's a really cool place of just like, hey, this is what I've been listening to recently. It's pretty good. Here's the genre. Give yeah. it a try. Right. But we can't like we can't just go to our coworkers and be like, hey, have you heard uh, KSI's first single years ago? God. <laughs> no, because first off, that, there's like multiple layers to that like reference you just yeah. made. Yeah. yeah first of all, you gotta know you gotta know UK um UK rap, you gotta know UK yeah. YouTubers, and then you gotta like know like you like FIFA YouTubers in general and wrap yeah. it all up into one. Yeah. Do you do you wanna know what how I used to find bands to listen to back in the day? How? I would it wasn't like on you know, because there was obviously MySpace and there was like Nintendo Core and what have you. I would look at uh concerts and look who people were headlining with. And you were like the backup bands and stuff. And that's how I found bands like 36 Crazy Fist or Haste Day. That's how I found mm-hmm. uh, August Burns Red and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it kind of like expanded my horizons. There's like Wolves at the Gate. Um, that's how like I started to like really expand. And again, I grew up in like metal way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I still do. Uh, but it's so I, I still kind of do that. Like that's um, like I. I know Spirit Box has really blown up recently, but like whenever they first came out, I started listening to them because they, uh, I think they toured with Lacuna Coil way back in the day, and I love Lacuna Coil. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that's how I started to like learn, you know, what it started to make me like try out different bands and what have yeah. you. Um, like I have, like you go through my music and it's, it's insane in all honesty. It's kind of, how do I want to word this? I'm intrigued to put on the AI DJ, but I'm also afraid to do that because I have no idea what the piss is going to happen. Oh, it, it'll be fine. It's not like I was, I had that same trepidation going into it. Um, and then it just started playing songs I was already listening to. So it's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I started getting into like uh ghost inside, which I wasn't super into back in the day. Okay. I'm just naming metal bands. I'm just, oh yeah. I, hey, I well, just you, did you, it. You're fine. I mean, Sean, oh, you man, talk about yeah. uh, how you found different different music, and I, I, I and like how we find things is such an interesting thing nowadays because mm-hmm. you can you, you can let yourself you know at the, be at the whims of the algorithm or whatever. But sometimes you just like I don't know, you just want you want to find something a different way other than just like hey you know computer give me what you think I'll like. Um, yeah, and yeah. it's it's tough to find different ways. I like to still try to engage with word of mouth as much as I can, but I, I will yes. never, I will never subject myself to word of mouth of the general populace because I just don't trust it. At this yeah. Point. That's, that's um, right. You gotta have word a of mouth sort between, of a... Yeah. I, I, like, well, I feel like everyone has those specific friends that they know that their likes align with theirs in certain, you know, mediums, genres, whatever. And so like, if, if a friend of mine comes up to me and says, uh, you know, Hey, play this, you know, I, I know that he likes a lot of puzzle games and I'm looking for a new puzzle game. He says, hey, play Talos Principle. You know, OK, I kind of let that one blow over. But then I, you know, I tried it out. This literally happened like a few days ago. Um, I, 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 I played. Yeah, I played Talos Principle and I, I'm still going through it. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is fun. This is more than I thought it was. I'm glad that I, I got that recommendation. Um, but like that, that word of mouth is more rare because I feel like it's. It's harder now to convince someone that 
you know their tastes enough that that recommendation is for them. Like, yeah, because a lot of people will assume if you're recommending something, they're like, oh, you're just recommending it because you like it. But I really do my best when I recommend something to someone to be like, I'm recommending this to you as an individual that I know and understand and yeah. think that you have a good <laughs> chance of liking this. Yeah. Um, but then you have to do so much extra work to do that. And it's it, I, I, I do it, honestly, because I'm just like, I play this niche thing that no one else played. And I know people that would like it if they would just play it. I would have someone to talk about it with. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so there's there's that level to it. But mm -hmm. uh, you talk about different ways that we found things. One of the ways that I used to find different anime to watch because I was so new to it um, at the at the time when I was getting into it as a teenager was I would go on my anime list and I would look at voice actors that I liked and I would look oh. at yeah I, I would look at um, shows where they played the main role uh, and be like okay well I like Todd Habercorn from Full Metal Alchemist I really like how he plays Ling. I, I see that he's the main character in fairy tale. Okay. I'll, I'll add that to my watch list. I'll try that out. Um, and there was still plenty of, of like word of mouth stuff between my friends and I, cause we're all fucking weebs, but like a lot of it <laughs> did come down to look for voice actors that I like. And once I started getting into like watching more subbed anime, like I just did that because it was like, you know, I didn't want to wait to watch kill a kill. I didn't want to wait to watch attack on Titan. Yeah. Uh, and then that was a nice gateway into being able to like watch like one piece subbed because um, I wasn't going to watch that dubbed. I've heard or I've well, I've watched it now since like and it's bad, but, you know, it's it's easier to put on when you're working kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But anyway, that that's a that's a digression from the, the, the main point, which is just like you have to kind of have these almost rules you set in place for yourself, because I feel like if you work within limitations that you set you'll be able to find things easier like if you say wow. and you know it could be fun it could say you know i like a voice actor go here or you know the head like mm -hmm. the the headliner thing that you said it's like it's an interesting way to just give yourself incentive to go to, and look for something else yeah um well, but you also have to be willing to um and this is something that i've been trying to work to get back to which is being willing to be open to new things and like new genres, new types of things that you, you wouldn't get just from yeah. like the, the AI or just from like this, that or the other thing. Right. We've talked so much about video games, you and I Brody specifically um, about like, you know, I don't really like 2d games or, or um, side scrollers or, or things like that. Right. And um, I'm, Tentatively, I would love to work my way into being able to play those games just to experience these worlds and these stories, right? But it's just not something that's in the cards for me right now. But I do have the wheels in motion to eventually be open to that. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's and that's why, and we don't have to go into the whole reasons that you, you you've tried it and you no. haven't. Gotten, I just want to I just want to give this as an example, but it's like yeah. Uh, Hollow Knight was was the, I recommended it to you because it was almost like Take a shot. it's almost like the 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 friend of a friend feature on like PlayStation or Facebook or whatever where it's you know Hollow Knight isn't mm -hmm. the same game as Dark Souls Bloodborne those games that you like but it has enough of that DNA where I thought okay maybe this is an entry point and you know it wasn't yeah. and that's fine but no, it, no. It w but before you had tried it right it was like okay maybe this will you know maybe this is a way in and it had just enough that you were like yeah. I'll, maybe that's the one i'll give it a shot yeah um, which i did and it, it, yeah and it's it's those adjacencies that i find are the easiest way to branch out into new things like if you find something that has like some of the dna 
that you liked and some new DNA or something that you haven't tried. And then maybe yeah. from there, you know, you can jump to the next thing of like, OK, well, now this has DNA shared from Hollow Knight, but doesn't have so much from Bloodborne. So here's go to this and, and so on and so forth. Right. Um, th you know, there is also obviously the complete cold turkey method of just I'm going to try something completely different from from what I know that I like. Uh, and that, that could work, too. That almost gives you a different entry point to a whole new window of friend of a friend type. Uh, that kind of line of, of, of going through things. Yeah. And uh, and with that, I'm going to say it's time to start getting into some closing closing thoughts. Justin, you haven't spoken for a while. Do You have any any closing thoughts that you want people to. Uh, to latch on to or any any. Um, ideas to like wrap yourself up we're gonna go around the circle with just um, quick closing thoughts i think that there are so many different uh communities for the thing that you like on the internet um don't let the community dissuade you from trying something that you may really enjoy like sean waited years mm -hmm. to play undertale but it might have been his favorite game of all time and he didn't know until several years after the fact and he's kept himself away because of the people that surrounded it Mm -hmm. Um, like you may just find out, you might try something just to have something to talk about with coworkers at work or friends at school, and you may find that it's your new favorite thing. So just give it a shot. What worst that can happen is you can say you don't like it. And next time you're arguing with someone as to why the thing that they like is bad, you have factual evidence because you tried the thing instead of just saying it doesn't look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sean? You got any closing thoughts? Uh, yeah. Like what you like and who gives a piss what people say. That's it. That's really good it. Good man. Good man. Same thing that Justin just said, but but a little a little more concise. Nice. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm just kidding. I, but I, I do agree. Brody, closing thoughts? Well, to to Justin's point, and I, I, I had wanted to, to kind of mention this, uh, but I couldn't find a, a good place to put it, which is there are communities for literally anything that you you like. Um, I have made some very good friends off of uh, when I was really into One Piece and I really only had one other friend that liked it that I could talk to about it with. But I was like, you know, I'm 650 episodes to now a thousand plus in where I need to be able to vent my thoughts somewhere. So I would like engage with the One Piece Reddit. Eventually that became with engaging with the One Piece Discord. And I've made some I made some very good friends there. I've now since left the One Piece. Like, I'm not in there anymore because they're just like, eh, big community, not for me. But I mm. took you know, I stole those those people away and I put them in, you know, my private channels. And I'm like, now I'm just friends with you on like a level that we can talk about anything. It doesn't have to be about One Piece. Um, but similarly, I did a, a similar thing with Spyro where I went into the Spyro Discord just before the uh, the remake got announced. So it got really, you know, got really populated at that time. Uh, and I, you know, on the One Piece Discord, I made a lot of good new friends. On the Spyro Discord, I made like a, a lot of good new enemies. Like you know, it goes yeah. one way or the other mm -hmm. depending on on what because what you're going to say about it. And there's the, there's the whole generational shift. Like you know, so Spyro you're has saying, three different generations. Yeah. So what you're saying is that communities, your mileage may vary. Yeah. yeah. It, it, exactly. Like if you if you're if you're one of those people that struggles because it's so hard to make friends in adult life like i don't think yeah I've, I've been on good terms with coworkers, <laughs> like you know but because that water cooler talk isn't there it's mm -hmm. hard to make those really good friends um unless you can find someone that really has something that that matches your taste and that's that's rare to find in a in a sort of aggregate thing like a workplace 
where yeah. everyone is going to have this niche thing. But if you if you are, you know, if you're a lonely soul looking for people to talk to, find the discord for the thing that you like. Mm-hmm. Find the people that, you know, talk to everyone there and, and, you know, find the people that you like and just be like, OK, you're now my my friend group. It yeah. will work. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I, I just did that for the first time, like recently. I haven't like made any friends there. I'm not really looking to, but um, I have found that it's a place that I can go and talk about the thing that I like. This Good. very specific thing. And sometimes um, it's all you and need. And my closing, yeah. and my closing thought uh, before we get to the Patreon question of the week um, is: uh, no go see Barbie. Um, I did not see Oppenheimer. I can't recommend it. Um, Both good movies. Find new music. Find new movies. Find new games. Find new uh everything. Open your mind. Expand your horizons as much as possible. We live in an age where your self selection bias is only gonna hurt you because everything you want will always be available. So it's important to expand your comfort zone. And yeah, that, make, a, make a conscious effort. That yeah. is where I will leave this discussion. Your Brody. favorites will always be there. You can always go back to them. Yes. Brody, Brody, we put you in charge of finding a silly Patreon question. Yeah, uh, I, Silly I or mean, serious. You can ask us whatever you serious, want. serious, whatever. Well, boy, do I have one here. I got one. All right. I'm ready. Uh, now... I think Chris was in charge of making this spreadsheet and it says that it's uh, we have a Patreon question from Ched Kilo, but I know that's not correct. I know it's Chef Kilo. Kilo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And but uh, but Ched Kilo says he asks, Mm -hmm. uh, you walk into a restaurant. What do you drink first? The ketchup, the creamer or the A1 sauce? The creamer. Easy. Ketchup. Specifically the ketchup water. Fuck you. Yeah, the ketchup. You like shake it up and you. Yeah. I, I go with the A1 sauce. Like, nah. I could just... I, I mean, here's the thing. I've... Not that not that barbecue sauce is the same as hot sauce, but I literally have just, like, drinking a bottle of Frank's before. Neither like, one of those are... But it's... Fast. that's a, A1 is not hot sauce or... I forget the other thing that you said, because I was just so I, angry. Frank's is red I feel hot. Like the, I feel yeah, like yes. the A1 and the ketchup are too similar. I feel like we need a third thing that's not in the same ballpark. Do you want, like, sriracha make it, make, or mustard? Yeah, make it make it hot sauce, you know. Like, and I will just say I will drink the hot. Sauce. I will, I will do it again. I will drink another bottle of Frank's. That stuff's so good. I will not drink a bottle of Tabasco, however. Ooh. Tabasco sucks. Tabasco. Tabasco's Ooh. just vinegar. So Tabasco <laughs> yeah, Chipotle, the the Chipotle smoked Tabasco. That stuff is fire. Okay. 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 Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You're not wrong. I'm sorry, uh, Ched Kilo. We completely Ched Kilo. Well, well, no. So for me, I'm drinking the I'm drinking the creamer because I just um. Well, first of all, I do think it's weird to drink dairy milk, um, okay. unless you're unless you're Justin. Justin's the only person allowed to drink dairy milk. Um, Why? You know, I don't, that's fine. I don't care. Wait. So what do you use for milk? Almond N- nuts. Okay, that's a fair point. Yeah, either almond milk, oat milk. I think almond uh, milk is cheating. Soy milk is milk pretty good. Almond. Soy milk is pretty good. I, I, I think can, the I can show you. The almond milk and almond creamer has proven to be the best. I, I dairy creamer I'll eat I'll I'll drink. Like I use dairy creamer because it's kinda hard to find like an almond creamer or an oat creamer. Um 
but so I, I do drink dairy creamer, uh, which is why I would drink that the cream first. I, that is the most ex- like like that's the most acceptable answer. Like I've I've drinking dairy creamer too, where it's just like this is delicious, could be its own thing. Probably yeah. shouldn't, it'll kill you. But well, like the dairy creamer is closer to cheese than it is to milk. Because well, <laughs> cream be is honest, just the thicker part of the milk, really. Yeah. I have not had a regular any kind of any glass of milk in the longest time. Anytime I do have milk, I have a thing of Nesquik, and I'll just put either strawberry or chocolate milk in there and just stir yeah, that. Good man. No, I quite good like man. a glass of milk. I'm a I'm quite a fan. Have you ever yeah, combined you, I mean, the Nesquik strawberry and chocolate? No. Uh okay. I was I always got old team when I was a kid. I never got Nesquik. Yeah. Oh. I mean you just Justin is just too good of a guy that it doesn't matter if he drinks milk, whereas <laughs> everybody else is not allowed to drink milk in my I eyes. like the idea that it is morally wrong <laughs> I, to drink milk. I actually have milk. a I have a little story about about almond milk. Um, yeah. okay. which is when I was in when I was in college, uh mm-hmm. there there was a convenience store in my residence at the on the bottom floor and I used to go, you know, down there to grab different things and at one point they didn't have any um regular milk, but I just wanted some some milk to drink and uh, all they had was almond milk so i tried it for the first time and i was like oh this is really good and then i made a habit of going down to get it and one time uh i'm in line uh waiting to 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 just purchase my my almond milk and my snacks that i bought and a guy behind me is like oh are, are you lactose intolerant and i, I was like why like why are you t- why have you just chosen to talk to me why is this your your <laughs> opener but i guess he's I don't know, wanted a lactose intolerant person to talk to. He was in the fragmentation yeah. age of the internet and he was looking for his niche. But, uh, <laughs> it, uh, God, R slash almond milk. Nice. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not lactose intolerant. I just like the taste. And he yeah. goes, oh, well, you should put it back. I'm paraphrasing because it's been so long now that I can't really remember exactly, but I've told the story a few times. You should and put it back. back. He's like, you should put it back. I'm like, why? He's like, well, you know, people, there isn't that much, and people who are lactose intolerant, they they need that milk. And oh I'm like, God. oh, I, uh, well, I didn't know what to say, so I just bought my almond milk and left. But like his argument was that if you like almond milk, you 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 can't have it unless you're also lactose intolerant, wow. because that takes away the limited supply of almond milk from people who are. Why are well, there actually, milk gatekeepers? Actually, I don't I, know. I just. I just recently got a food That's processor, wild. and so I'm looking forward to making my own almond milk. Yo, so let's that carbonate I can just it. Buy almonds. Ooh. Yeah, I can just soda, carbonate soda it. Soda stream the soda almond stream. milk. Let's go. Soda, dude. There's a guy on uh, TikTok. Not to prolong this any longer. I know people are like, people are like, come on, speed up the end of this podcast. I but think we should just talk about this in TikTok. the post show. I'll be honest with you. Oh yeah, let's just go to the post show. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, Sean. Uh, Justin, where can we find you? You can <laughs> find us. I mean, I'm famous. You can find me. All right, Sean, where can we find you? Uh, Wolf K.O. Sean. All right, Brody, where can we find you? Uh, backstage at the TED Center. All right. After, uh, and, right you after. Can, and you can find me at All Hail Buckets on every platform. Please listen on Spotify. I have a record out. I've been promoting it. It's called No New Thoughts. It's very good, in my opinion. I hope you like it as much as I do. Um, and also, uh, you can find us collectively 
uh, at Crub Official on all platforms, uh, except for Twitch, at which it is Crub underscore official. Catch us live on Tuesday nights at 6.30 for our exclusive pre- and post-show. Uh, you can find this podcast wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, please make sure to uh, like, share, and subscribe. Um, and uh, most importantly, please share. Please get the word out. And uh, with that, gentlemen, if you want to be good. that next Patreon question of the week, you know where to find us. Yes. And uh, and also we do have a website, crub.org. Uh, go find Aggregates us there. everything that we just said. Yeah. Check out everything that uh, we have to offer. It is a lot and it is good. Uh, and brother, the crub train is moving. With that, let's call it an episode. Justin, play us out. 